Hello. If you're able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders. And clench your jaw. Take another deep breath in. And another breath out. You can open your eyes now. My name is David, and welcome to Mindful Moments. Last week, I had a listener of this podcast say to me, I really love that you always greet us every time we come. And I do, I always greet you. Because one thing I love about greeting is that you deliver them to people you've just met and people we see all the time. Every time you see someone, whether it's for the first time or you're seeing them again, it's just a lovely thing to greet someone and make them feel welcome. And I'm glad, I'm glad that this makes people feel welcome because you are so very welcome every time you're here. Thank you for coming. This week, I'm wearing one of my favorite t-shirts. It's from a Sanfa concert that I went to a few weeks ago, which was genuinely a life-changing experience. Sanfa is my favorite of all artists. His story to how he became the artist he is, is just an incredible one. And as an artist, he really is one of one. His only to date full-length feature album came out in 2017. And every time he performs it, he does things slightly differently because the album is like a living, breathing piece of work. And to me, he's just a really wonderful example of how coming to things later in life, but making sure you keep your own authentic voice whenever you create, really pays the biggest dividends. Because he can perform this album from 2017, he can perform it in 2023, and it feels even better than it did at the time he created it because the music he created and the place he created it from was so genuine and so touching that it affects his audiences in the same way. One day I'd love to meet Sanfa and just tell him thank you. But even if I never get to, he gave us pieces of his spirit in that album and in the music he continues to release, so I'm happy. Also, this shirt is a little bit oversized and I like oversized clothes, especially on overcast days like this, because it feels like a bit of a hug from your clothes. Love it. In the last few weeks, I've been thinking a lot about discipline and how my relationship with discipline has changed over the years. One of my friends said to me the other day, I hope you're aware that we all see you as a very disciplined person. And I realized when they said that, how much I didn't look at myself as a disciplined person, which objectively I know to be incorrect. I am a very disciplined person. Every time I feel like I'm not being disciplined enough, I will enact things to make myself feel and be more disciplined. But there are many reasons why I didn't think that I was a very disciplined person or why I don't if I'm not actively examining my behavior. And there are many reasons why I had to change that relationship to discipline to be more disciplined. And there are many reasons that I think discipline is such a valuable and important thing in the first place. So today I thought I'd talk about that. I want to talk about discipline, why I think it's so important, why I struggle to see myself as disciplined, and why discipline is really very important 
but not as a stick for us to beat ourselves with, but as a tool to help us in life in general. So yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about. We will start with why I value discipline so highly, why I find discipline so important. My parents are both extremely hardworking people. I am a second generation immigrant. Both of my parents are from Ghana. My mom was actually born in the UK, but went back to Ghana when she was quite young. My dad was born and raised in Ghana. And my parents are two of the most hardworking people you will ever find on this earth. They did absolutely everything they ever could to give my siblings and I a better life, as good parents do, as the best parents do. And the example they set was such an incredible one in terms of discipline. And it's a core value that they really made sure to impress the importance of on us as children, even as we were growing up. Even now as an adult, when I tell my parents good news or I tell them things that are going on, they are always very sure to congratulate me and encourage me for my hard work. So knowing that discipline and hard work was so important and seeing that, seeing that example in front of me, because it's always easy for people to tell you to do something they're not doing themselves. For people to tell you that something is valuable and then enact that day after day in front of you really sets an example and really drives home how important that thing is. Because my parents' version of hard work and discipline looked so different to my own because they created a better life for me, I really struggled to see myself as a disciplined and hardworking person. I know that to be a common second generation immigrant thing. I, I obviously can only speak from that perspective because that's what I am. Uh, and I'm sure it's the case for anyone who's got very hardworking parents or anyone around them who set an example of being a very hardworking person, a very disciplined person. When you have that person ahead of you, doing all the things they're telling you to do and telling you those things are important. It's hard to see how those things apply in your own life. So for my parents, the stakes in terms of discipline were the highest. Showing up to their jobs and working so hard to provide for us as a family. Whereas for me, the only person I had to think about was myself. So it was very hard for me to feel like my discipline was as strong as theirs because theirs was on such a bigger scale. I hope that makes sense. So when I was showing up to school and doing my schoolwork, and then when I was showing up to school and not doing my schoolwork and coming home and not doing my homework, I would immediately feel terrible because I thought, you know, automatically the hardest I work at my hardest, at the most disciplined I am, I'm not even close to my parents, let alone if I don't do all the things I'm supposed to do. And that was my first mistake. Not mistake, I guess I was obviously a young a teenager figuring life out. But that was the first way that I was slightly going wrong in terms of I had to be disciplined. So I had to be exactly like them. I didn't realize that for me, discipline would look very different and it'll be applied in very different ways. So that was one of the reasons I used to struggle to see myself as disciplined. Another reason is that obviously comparison is the thief of joy. And no matter where you look, there's always someone doing something better than you. If I went home and studied for two hours a night, someone else was studying for four hours. If I was working three shifts a week, someone was working shift, six shifts a week. It was, you know, there's always someone doing more than you. And when you see someone doing more, immediately it makes you feel like what you're doing isn't enough. 
and you completely forget that you have different goals, different targets, different lifestyles, different motivations. You just feel like I'm not doing what they're doing, so I'm not doing enough. And the third thing is that I always equated discipline to hard work. Hard work and discipline to me were inextricably woven together. It was the same thing. But really, there is so much nuance in being disciplined and working hard. And they are actually quite different things. They just happen to work very well together. The odds are if you're working hard, you're practicing discipline. The odds are if you're a disciplined person, you're going to be working hard. But the two aren't actually exactly the same. And then of course, with any, anything that we value, it's always hardest to find that value in ourselves. When you want to be something or want to get somewhere or be a kind of person that's attached to quite an abstract thing, like being a disciplined person, that means something different to everybody. There's no regulated standard of this is disciplined, this is not. So, and this is perfectly disciplined. There's no, nothing in that. So when it's as subjective as that, it's always hard to see that in ourselves because we always feel like there could be more, that I could be doing better. All those things together really made me struggle to feel like I was a disciplined person. And then of course, when you try hard at something and you feel like you're not there and you can't possibly get there, you give up a little bit. Not that I ever gave up totally. There was always, it's always been important in my head to be disciplined. And whenever I would give up, it wouldn't last very long. Ironically, I was very perseverant when it, come, when it came to being disciplined because it was something that I always wanted and something that I knew was good for me. But I did struggle for a very long time to change my relationship towards discipline. It always felt like a punishment. A punishment for me not being good enough. I needed to be more disciplined because I wasn't good enough. That was always how I was looking at it. And I would say it was only when I was around 21, 22, so only two or three years ago, that I really realized that and made a conscious effort to change my thought process around being disciplined. From, I need to be disciplined because I'm not good enough, to I need to be disciplined because I deserve to work hard on myself. And as you know, you can decide that kind of thing, but actually putting it into practice and actually feeling it, totally different matter. So there were loads of things that I then tried to do to make myself feel better and to make myself work harder at being disciplined or work smarter at being disciplined. One of the first things was being clear in what discipline meant to me. Because as I said, quite subjective as to what discipline is, where it comes from, what disciplined means. A discipline to me simply means doing the things you need to do regardless of the way you feel. Setting your intentions and your targets and sticking to those no matter the circumstances that arise along the way. We had that expression, man makes plans and God laughs. You make your plans, you think, I'm going to do this, this and this, at this, this and this time. And then life moves around you and things don't go to plan. For me, being disciplined was making sure that I stuck to the original plan and got to my desired outcome, regardless of how I felt and what circumstances arose around me. And I had to think about a lot of the ways that 
I could make that happen and make sure that happened for me. One of the first things that I tried to fix that I think worked very well was being clear in my intentions. And it was just a case of really changing language a little bit sometimes. So for example, I want to be the kind of person that makes my bed first thing in the morning. You know, they say that you make your bed the first thing in the morning and you've, you've already achieved something in that day. I think that's the nice, for me, that really works. That's a nice little psychological immediate booster in the day. So I want to be the kind of person that makes my bed every morning. That's quite a daunting task because it's without end. It's quite general. Just I want to be the kind of person who, and it is very, it's still very comparative. It's I want to be the kind of person who makes their bed in the morning because I think that kind of person is happy and successful. I try to change my language around those things to be specific to me and include specific actions. So I want to make my bed tomorrow morning. That took the scale of things from, I want to be a happy kind of, a happy successful kind of person who accomplishes something first thing in the day every morning, because I know there are people like that, to I, David, tomorrow will make my bed. I've given myself one task. One thing that I know that if I continue to do will make me a more disciplined person, but it's just about tomorrow. Smaller scale, easier target, easier to do. And I try to do that across the board, generally. I'm going to go to the gym twice this week. And then I do that. And the next week, I'm going to go to the gym twice this week, et cetera, et cetera. And setting those smaller targets, especially because I want to be a disciplined person and I want to do it on a grand scale. One of my biggest issues is that whenever I want to change something, I'll try and do it on the grandest scale because I can handle it in the short term and then just burn out of it completely and then not do it anymore. So things like, yeah, let me keep the gym as the example. I want to go to the gym more regularly and I'll set myself a target of going to the gym twice in a week. I'll go on Monday, feel fine on Tuesday and go on Tuesday. And that's the two times I promised myself already done. So then I think, oh, do you know what? I can go again, like three more times this week. And I'll end up going five times in that week. Then the next week, because I'm not used to the gym, I'm sore, I'm tired. And I can plausibly create reasons for myself not to go to the gym. Life is busy. I've got, I've got many other things I could feasibly be doing. And I'll tell myself, yeah, I couldn't go to the gym because I was doing that, that, and that. And then revert to the same patterns that I had before. All because I overextended myself at the beginning rather than seeing it as a gradual change. Going to the gym twice a week for six weeks is far better than going five times in one week and then not going again for the next five weeks. And when it comes to being disciplined, things are just as much about consistency as they are about intensity. And that's what I was talking about when I was saying that discipline and hard work are linked together, but they're not the same thing. They're not the same thing at all. Hard work often comes with intensity and pushing yourself through difficulty. And to be disciplined, you don't have to be in difficult circumstances all the time. That light bulb or that light switch flicking and the light bulb coming on was a big turning point in my relationship, changing my relationship to discipline. That I don't have to be pushing myself all the time to the point of exhaustion to feel like a disciplined person. I just have to be sticking to doing the things I know are right for me. 
And those don't have to be difficult. The difficulty is just in the consistency and in the continuing to do it. It doesn't have to be super intense, push myself to my absolute limits all the time, every second of every day. It feels like it has to be that way because there's always more that we can do. But what I'm doing, the value of what I'm actually doing is worth infinitely more than the value of what I could be doing because what I could be doing doesn't actually exist. <laughs> it doesn't actually exist. All of that is hypothetical. I could be doing more in this area. I, I should be doing more in this area. It's all hypothetical. What I'm actually doing is the only thing that matters. So as long as I'm doing something, I'm contributing and working on my discipline. Changing those thought processes took time as well. I think one thing that I've learned big time in the last few years is that I can't rush the progress that I want to make if I want it to stick. I can have a different life for two or three months if I do something very intense. But if I want it to truly become a part of who I am and to be relegated to the automated processes in my brain that I need to do something over a course of time. In the reading episode, I talked about how I read every night before bed. The first few weeks of that was quite difficult because I already had the habit of just getting into bed with my phone. Changing that habit really worked out. And now when I get into bed, it's my, it's my automatic process to read. And having something as an automated process is when I think it counts as you being disciplined because you've worked on it enough that it's with you now, no matter how you feel on a particular day, that's just what you're going to do. You don't even have to think about it. So changing my thought processes, thinking of discipline as not hard work, but consistency. Those were the main things that really, really helped me change. And really, really helped me see discipline, not as something that I punish myself with, but as something that works in my favor. Why do we want to be disciplined? Why do we want to work so hard at something that you know that you should have, but I've never really, I didn't really question it before. Why should I be so disciplined? Because uh, as I've said before, I am, you know, quite an emotional person. And I know that if I go according to what I feel all the time, I'm not always going to get the things that I need to do done. I'm not always going to do things that are good for me because sometimes I'll just avoid it because I don't feel like it. And learning to override those feelings is a tough thing to do and sometimes feels very much like I'm ignoring my feelings. And that was another reason I was very resistant to discipline. I did. I said, I don't want to ignore my feelings. It's less about ignoring your feelings and more about knowing how to process them in a way that means they don't need to be paid attention to right now. They can be acknowledged. I can think about them. I can return to them later. But right now I know I need to do this. So I'm just going to get it done. And the thing is, you do have to suffer <laughs> to go through that a little bit. You do have to push yourself mentally to do certain things. But the thing about pushing yourself through those things is that it's only worth it if you do it for an extended amount of time to the point where it doesn't feel like suffering anymore. Suffer to gain, essentially. And this is, this is yeah, this is why I struggled so much with discipline, especially when I was younger. I, I didn't like that. I didn't like that I had to suffer in some way. And that if I wasn't willing to suffer, it made me feel like I'm soft or I'm weak, that I, I don't want to suffer. And suffer is actually the wrong word, I've, even though I've used it about 12 times. Suffer is, is the wrong word. It's just, yeah, I just need to push myself sometimes. 
and knowing how and when to push myself, again, isn't about punishing myself because I'm not good enough. It's not about changing myself because I'm weak. It's about, it's about giving myself what I deserve and improving and elevating myself because I know I want certain things. That's the biggest thing about discipline. It's linked to the things that I want. It's not because I have to, it's not because someone's making me. It's linked to the things that I want. I want to be a harder working person or I want to achieve these things in this area. I want to feel like this about this thing. So I have to do work to get there. And the more consistently I do it, the better shape I'll be in when I arrive there. The more consistently I do it, the more it's going to feel like I'm gradually working on myself, laboring in love. And the better it's going to feel when it arrives and when I know that I've put in this amount of work to get there. Changing my relationship to discipline has been hard. It's, it's been really tough. And as I said, I still struggle to see myself as a disciplined person. Since I started this podcast, I've sat here every week and delivered a new episode. When I said I was going to do a weekly, I've stuck to my word. This morning, I really didn't feel like it. That's why I put on my oversized shirt to give myself a hug. <laughs> and I'm here. I'm still here recording this episode. I'm still here doing it. And I still don't feel like a disciplined person. And that's something that, that's an ongoing struggle. That's an ongoing conversation I'm having with myself. How do I feel like I'm achieving the things I want to achieve? How do I feel like I have this quality that I see in other people and that I want for myself? When do you know you're at the top of the mountain? Because there's always work to do. I could always be higher. There's always a higher mountain. How do I learn to be proud of myself when I've come a certain way? And part of it is, for me, is this, is saying it out loud, acknowledging it, even thanking myself sometimes. I've gone as far as to thank myself. Say, thank you, David, for working on this. I see the difference. I feel the difference. I know you worked on it. Thank you. Which sounds a bit corny, but if it works, it works. Discipline is important. It's more important than motivation. I think you hear a lot, discipline over motivation. Because, yeah, discipline just guarantees you will get things done. I think it's important to acknowledge that life isn't always about getting things done. There are many other important things to think about and to be concerned about. But I think it's also important if we want something and we want something that's objectively good for us, to not dismiss it at all and to put effort into it and to work on it. So changing my relationship to discipline has been important for me. And I feel like I am in the latter stages of that journey. I feel like I am a more disciplined person. The next step for me is to feel like I am a more disciplined person and to accept that I'm a more disciplined person and give myself the credit and the praise that I deserve from me, which is a whole other thing, whole other thing. I find that difficult for a host of other reasons. But yes, all that to say, changing my relationship to discipline was very important because discipline is an important thing to have. Discipline and hard work are not the same thing. There are nuances that make them very different things. It's just that they happen to go hand in hand quite often. But we should be disciplined people, not because we're not good enough, but because we deserve to be able to put that level of effort into ourselves. And because it's something we want, not something that we need to have or anyone's making us have, because it's something that we want that will improve our general quality of life.
It can be started any time. It can be started in any small way. Starting small and doing it consistently is much better than pushing yourself too hard, too fast and burning out. There's no rush. Lifestyle changes are exactly that. A change in your life. And life is long. Hopefully life is beautiful. Thank you for being here today. And whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a wonderful one.